Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. It is Food for Thought Friday. So glad that you joined us today. Hope you're blessed by today's program. And I want to start off with sharing from Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Uh, I saw this on a friend's uh, social media page, and it's kind of a paraphrase of Luke chapter 18, verse 1, but it says, Always pray, never lose hope. Always pray, never lose hope. And that's why we do hope it's here. We don't want you to get hopeless. We want to fill your spiritual tank, and we want you to go from being hopeless to hopeful. And Luke chapter 18, verse 1, looking at the NIV version, the New International Version, which has been around for quite a while, and one of my favorite versions says, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Oh, friends, I think one of the enemy's greatest tools is discouragement. Oh, I truly do. And if he can get you discouraged, he'll get you hopeless, he'll get you doubting God, he'll get you to start drifting away from God, uh, to not trust him. And that's why we got to keep going praying. We got to keep praying. We have to have an ongoing conversation with God. But I feel like I need to remind you something. We share on Hope is here probably three or four times a year. But I want to remind you what prayer is, friends. Prayer is simply a conversation between you and God. But remember, the key to any good conversation involves two things. Number one, obviously, talking. But secondly, and one that I think we miss quite often, especially when we're praying, the second thing that's so vital and important to a good conversation is listening. We've got to listen, friends. James chapter 1, verse 19 says, Be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to become angry. And friends, I'm so thankful that as you spend more time with Jesus, that James and John, the sons of Zebedee, went from being nicknamed the sons of thunder to John wound up being known as the apostle of love. <laughs> and friends, that's all a result because he spent two years closely with Jesus as one of the disciples. And his life, his, his personality, his heart was changed. And so always pray, never lose hope. And I like that kind of paraphrase of John chapter 18, verse 1, that we should always pray and never give up. And so I hope today that that's encouraging you to not give up. Another thing that spoke to me recently is I find these things on Food for Thought Friday from so many different uh, sources I like this quote by Integrity by Brene Brown, uh, just a tremendous communicator, uh, just does a great job on teaching us about mental and emotional, psychological health. She said, choosing courage over comfort, choosing what is right over what is fun, fast or easy, and choosing to practice our values rather than simply professing them. Ouch, that's so good. I want to say it one more time. This is what integrity is, according to Dr. Brene Brown. She said, choosing courage over comfort, choosing what is right over what is fun, fast, or easy, and choosing to practice our values rather than simply professing them. And friends, I think that is huge for us to call ourselves followers of Jesus or call ourselves as Christians that we need to not just talk about our faith 
and what we're for and what we're against. We need to, as the old song used to say, they will know we are Christians by our love, by our love. They will know that we are Christians by our love. And remember what 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13 says, and these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And friends, you're never more like Jesus than when you love. And we've talked about John 114 a lot uh, this year in 2024 that Jesus came full of grace and truth. And we got to be careful, friends. We don't need to get away from truth. But I found that a lot of times we need to lend more to the side of grace. And so I want to encourage you to really run the maybe a situation you're dealing with through that filter. Lord, what part of this is truth? And what part of it is that I need to extend grace? And remember that Jesus said, forgive so that you will be forgiven. And the same measure and shake that you use will be used against you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Friends, we got to be careful there about sometimes we try to play God and control things and uh, judge people and things. And don't get me wrong, friends. Sin is sin. And, you know, there's times that we have to call that out. But. I think we also have to be really careful about how we do that. John chapter 3, verses 22 through 24 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Oh, friends, that's one of my favorite verses. Uh, normally, I just Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, but I recently saw the next verse, 24, attached with it, which obviously they go together, but all about hope. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, therefore I will hope in him. So I got to ask you today, who's your hope in? Is it in your circumstances? How your marriage is going? How your job's going? how your health is, how much money you have in the bank, how your kids are behaving, what the weather's like, okay? <laughs> you never know what you get in February, right? I mean, it can be cold and icy and overcast and gloomy. And uh, recently we had a day where it was sunny and in the mid-50s. I'm like, oh, my goodness, feels like spring is almost here. So, friends, be encouraged by that today to know that God's mercies are new every morning. And we get a fresh start every 24 hours. And maybe today's not going well for you. Okay? But know that we get a fresh 24 hours, 365 times a year. And that's why I love Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22. And then we've added 24 today. I've never shared that. I usually just do 22 and 23. So I want to share it one more time because I believe somebody either listening or watching on our YouTube channel needs to hear this today. It says, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. So I pray today, friends, that you will be blessed by that. And maybe that needs to be a verse that you Write on a post-it note and place it in lots of places where you can see it today if you're really struggling and discouraged. I like this quote by 
F.M. Alexander. He says, people do not decide their futures. They decide their habits, and their habits decide their futures. <laughs> That's pretty strong. Say it one more time. People do not decide their futures. They decide their habits, and their habits decide their futures. You know, friends, one of the things that uh, you do is you evaluate your life, especially like me. You start getting in the 50s and know that you have less time left than uh you know, than you've lived. I mean, and I, I think back that, you know, fortunate I had a mother that, uh, even though my father wasn't a Christian, allowed her to tithe and give 10% of their income to the church. And uh, my mom always modeled that. I remember seeing her put her check in the offering plate. And I've done that since uh, I was a teenager and I had my first job at a grocery store in college. And I just think that's why God has always provided for me. Um, don't do it to get blessings, but do it because the Bible asks us to do. And, you know, the fact of the matter, friends, God owns it all. We're just stewards of it. And I just have found that the Lord just, uh, you know, the Bible says he loves a cheerful giver, and I love giving. And by the world's standards, I actually am rich uh, now by a lot of people and that I know in the United States. I would not be, but to a lot of the world that lives on less than $3 a day, I am. And the Lord's even just kind of challenged me during COVID to to go above and beyond 10% to the church and um, to be more generous with my financial resources he's entrusted me with. And that was really scary at the time, but I was obedient because the Holy Spirit made it clear I was supposed to do that and trying to help a lot of other ministries. And I think that's why God's blessed hope is here, and we're so thankful. And the things that we're able to do, it's so much more than a radio program. But I sell this to say that, you know, your habits, if we want to decide our future, we need to look at our habits because our habits do decide their futures. I like that quote by uh, by uh, F.M. Alexander. And one of the things I wish I would have done better job was, you know, saving money. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I wish I would have. I, I, I gave to the church, but if I would have also saved 10 percent, then. You know what? I I, I could have retired, <laughs> and yet just done ministry, and I had to worry about money. And yet I'm thankful I've been pa able to pass it on to some young people that I know. And uh, you know, I lost everything at 36 and had to start over. And so um, I wish that I would have learned that and put away if it was just 20 bucks a week. But I started doing that when I was 18, 20 dollars a week. I was working about 20, 25 hours as assistant manager at a grocery store and developed that habit of saving. And it's one of the things I'm thankful my dad and his honesty told me, oh, I don't know, a few years before he died, just said, you know, son, uh, I think I taught you to work hard. I taught you to be honest. Unfortunately, I didn't teach you about Jesus until I was almost 50. But he said, uh, I'm sorry that I didn't teach you to uh, to save. I wish I, he said two things. I didn't teach you to save, and I didn't teach you to have fun. And you know what? I appreciated that honesty and uh, no form or fashion was I disappointed or concerned or had any bad memories of that. But as I've reflected on that since he's been gone now eight years in March, uh, it was an accurate statement. Uh, I wish I had learned to save more and I wish that I would have learned to have more fun. Not that I never did, but uh, I've just been really guilty of working a lot and uh, ministry, you can always do work, and I've had to learn to put some boundaries in and to say, I'm sorry, I can't help right now, and I uh, also had to refer people sometimes to other people and places, and yet that's okay. 
And so maybe to a parent listening today or a grandparent, an aunt, uncle, maybe you want to have that honest conversation too. And maybe some habits that you wish you would have established, uh, you can pass those on. And yet it's never too late to start. As the old saying goes, you can't make a brand new beginning, but you can make a brand new ending. Amen. And know that be blessed by that today. I love this quote by Mike Bro. He says, fruit grows in soil that's been cultivated by humility and fertilized with gratitude. Wow, that's so powerful. I'm going to share it again. Mike Bro, former pastor at Southland Christian Church, says, fruit grows in soil that's been cultivated by humility and fertilized with gratitude. Friends, I think we all want to see spiritual fruit in our lives and yet we let pride get in the way and we run things so often through a filter of how does that affect me and what's in it for me and it's all about me and that's what the world tells us friends but if we want to see some spiritual fruit in our life friends friend, let's say you know what I want to be humble um, I want Jesus to increase and I must decrease as John chapter 3 verse 30 says and then let's be people that are grateful you know, like Mike Bro says, fertilize with gratitude. The Bible says in all circumstances to give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And friends, as followers of Jesus, we ought to be the most thankful and grateful people on the planet. And I have to forgive, ask God for forgiveness sometimes. I saw this at a Cracker Barrel on this little ceramic thing like you could put on a door hanger almost. It says, thou shall not whine, W-H-I-N-E. Thou shall not whine. And I've got that sitting in my office because, friends, I can be guilty of being a whiner. But I'm thankful I get a fresh chance each day to not be a whiner. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Hope you've been blessed by this program. I hope you'll share it. We'll see you next week. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today, where you can make a safe and secure online donation, or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.